Welcome to the Business and Pleasure of Flowers. I'm Vonda Fever, And I'm Lori Wilson. We often get wrapped up into the day-to-day operations of our business and forget the pleasure flowers bring to everyone, including us. Join us each week as we touch on important subjects that will help lead you to a more successful business. And at the same time, remind you that pleasure, or just downright fun, needs to be part of your everyday life. So thanks for stopping in today. We're so glad you're here. Hi, Lori. It's good to be back. Hey, Vonda. How are you? I am good. You know, last week we shared some ways to become a better person. Did you pick one of those five and work on that last week? Well, I didn't know I needed to do the assignment, but (laughs) I kind of did. And I'm looking at them. So it was having someone hold you accountable, being very mindful of accountability was the technical term, bonding with your employees or bosses. So I guess I bonded with you, my boss. Oh, wow. (laughs) I I could say that one. Um, Get enough sleep physical activity, practice your problem solving skills. Out of all of them, I think I did the first one as far as being mindful of accountability. I I did. I came to you and I came to Cammie, web girl. And anytime I had a question or even thought I would run it past you guys. And so I think, I think maybe accountability was my thing I did last week, even though maybe I wasn't aware of constantly practicing it, I feel like I did do it. Going into the new year, the new company, the new everything. Yes. I have to have someone hold me accountable, right. especially during the holiday seasons and going into January. Sometimes January can feel really slow. You know, it's hard to get out of holiday mode. And we are not going to be slow. It's going to be one no, thing exactly. after another. And I actually did accountability as well. And really? I, because I really worked on checking on in with you yes, and Ellie you and Cammie and really, and the people with, that we need to work with in, in building this business. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was, a, it was a good week of accountability for sure. Yep. All right. So we're, we're, we're both great with accountability. Now we just got to do the other four. So, so we're continuing this list, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This week. And again, we're going to be mindful of our time. We're really, our goal is to always keep this at around 30 minutes. And I will tell you, I'm going to be a sickler for time because I forgot to refill my coffee mug before oh. we started today. So, and we know you operate on coffee. So let's get moving on this one. <laughs> exactly. Let's get going. What are the ones we're going to be talking about this week? Well, it's a little bit more challenging this week. Hmm. First one is to track your time on certain tasks. Oh, that is all you. you. Yeah. You didn't you do. I feel like you've done presentations on this before. It is because a lot of it has to do with productivity in the flower shop. You know, it's like, how long did it take you to make this design? Mm-hmm. But as far as owners and managers and you know, whether it's a company or your time that you're spending with family, how long does it take you to check your email, perhaps? Right. Uh, because sometimes we get into a website, it takes us to one place to another, and it's like, oh my gosh. And there, you're in a time warp. You're like, that was only going to take five minutes. Now it's 35 minutes. Right. My time was not well spent because I was yeah. sucked into something. So yeah. taking a look at the time you spend on those tasks, I think is a really tough thing to do. It 
It is. I, I, this is probably one of my biggest weaknesses, you know, because I can go down that rabbit hole of the, the dark web, like getting into one website, yes. which into another, 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 another. But it, like we talked about last week, using my Google calendar to actually block time yes, for doing those kind of things. That's really the only way I can track it. I know, again, we keep talking about Cami, um, our little partner in crime, but she, because she does have a lot of different irons in the fire as far as with flower click, Mm-hmm. She has to be able to monitor like on this day from this time, I'm only going to do this task or I'm going to do this task. I don't do that as well. I like to change it up. She likes to have that consistency of I only do this on this day. I'm like, oh, but but what if something more fun comes along? You, you would be so bored if you did it that way. We yeah. talk about that all the time. We, we could uh, maybe rule the world if if the two of us lived close by each other because we're so opposite. No, we couldn't do that. But spending time tracking is, is very hard for me. And I would imagine a a flower shop owner, at least a lot of the ones I talk to because it takes time to track your time. It does. But I think sometimes if you just say to yourself, because I used to do these when the, this, when I would, when I own the flower shop, Mm -hmm. I would say to my employees, I am going into the office for 30 minutes to, to work on my book work. Now this 30 minutes, if somebody calls on the phone, tell them Mm -hmm. I'm not available. If you guys have something that really is pressing just hold it for 30 minutes because I need this 30 minutes to get this task done. Yeah. So that's a, a way to help track that time is to set those perimeters for yourself. Right. Right. Well, and you know, as we know, once, once you get good at tracking, you can go back and look and see what is taking the majority of your time. And right. then it goes into, do I enjoy that part of my job? If you do keep doing it, if you don't, Farm it out. Find somebody else to do that part. Right. So yeah. That's whole, again, that's another podcast, but that's that's why it's important to track where you spend your time. So, all right, let's go to the next one. The next one. I do this well. Is <laughs> the problem? Nix the multitasking habit. I don't know if I'll ever be able to nix it. This actually came up in a Forbes magazine article. They cited a study, I think it was from Stanford. And it said, people who are big on multitasking don't play pay enough close attention. They don't do everything well. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with that. I don't know that it's not that I do it well. I get really frustrated. Yet at any given time on my computer, I'll have 10 tabs open doing different things and maybe be on the phone. I think I was telling you about a meeting I was having with somebody helping us with some Google Calendar stuff earlier, remember? Right. You asked me a question on how it integrated with something. And my answer was, well, I don't know. He did say it, but I was sending out emails as he did. That's on me. You know, it's like, gosh, I hear myself say those things. Like, what is my problem? But my brain has 10 tabs open (laughs) every time too. That is so true about you, Lori. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, so my, my goal in is not to stop multitasking, but maybe instead of 10, try just doing five. That is a realistic goal for yes. for you to tell yourself I'm not going to multitask is not realistic. And I think no. that's what our listeners need to understand is it's it's not about being perfect, uh-huh. it's about getting the the needle moved over a little ways so that it's it's doable. Right. 
Right. Well, and again, an argument I would think from one of the shop owners that I've talked to go, yeah, in the perfect world, it'd be great. I don't want to multitask, but I have to because I don't have the employees that can fill in those needs. So maybe just look at saying, okay, I'm only going to do three things at once (laughs) instead of four things at once. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, that is one that's very hard for me, but I'm excited that I can be way more mindful of when I'm doing it now. Mm-hmm. And I have people like you and Cammie and Ellie that can help hold me accountable. Just again, going to you this morning and saying, here's what I think I need to prioritize yes. for the next two months. Is that Does that align with what you need me to do? I think that's really smart for employees, especially that are maybe wanting to take on a managerial position in the flower shop, you know, you, those leaders to rise up and start going to the boss themselves and listen, I'd like to be working on this, this, and this. Is that what you think too? You know, go back to that boss employee relationship. Right. And and the next one kind of rolls into the multitasking and that's prioritize, 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 prioritize. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of the key, even in your multitasking. It's like, which one of those things is the most important? And maybe you should have been listening about the Google calendar instead of sending the email, because that might've been more important. That might've been a higher priority. No, it was. You don't have to keep bringing it up. (laughs) We know I have to go back and do the, ask the question again, because it was very important. In my mind, I think the psychological, the deep seated reasoning for doing that is thinking, I have to get back to this person really quickly mm-hmm. that emailed me mm-hmm. because I want to make them happy. So your brain, you mean well, right? When you're multitasking, you really do mean well, but it comes back to backfire. So it's, it's okay. So we look at prioritizing and one thing we know and it's because it's been proven, right? Right is that if you have three things on your list, you will get them done. If you have too many things on a list, they will not get completed. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting going again, being in January, New Year, everybody doing their resolutions or whatever they call them. I saw somebody online changed out that word and said, let's not call it resolution. What is your motivation for 2020? I was like, ooh, that's a good one. But if you write down, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to change, paint my house. I'm going to do, you know, like 10 different things. You're just going to feel like such a loser in December of 2020 because you're not going to be able to achieve all those like little mini goals within the big goals. I think that's a smart thing to do. Anyway, prioritizing that's, that's hard for me too. Very, very hard. What's urgent in a flower shop, Vonda, what would be You know, if you had somebody, you're getting sympathy ready, you have a bridal consultation, and then you have a new customer come in, but you only have two employees. How does that whole thing work? Well, you know, the sympathy people are the most important at that point, but you can move them into an area Mm. and get them seated. Yeah. So it's a priority, but you're doing this in an order that you can still accommodate everyone. You get them set up and ready to go. You're talking to the bride and booking an appointment for her to come another time and you're taking care of the customer. But all of them, you have greeted and made them all feel important first. So there's a priority in which one needs to be your most time at right then. Yeah. But I think the prioritizing maybe in a flower shop is such that we as owners oftentimes think that we have to be 
in the deep of everything going on in the store right here and now, instead of working on our business, instead of in the business. Mm. And that's what each of us has to look at individually and say, what do I need to work on on the business right now? Do I need to work on some more marketing? Perhaps it's this, I need Mm -hmm. a new employee and what can I do to find somebody or groom somebody that can be a good employee for me going into 2020? So it's those kind of things that I think in the shop we have to look at and say, or maybe it is, I have a great big party coming up and this customer requires me to do it. And so that is my priority. That remind. I, I'm sorry if I interrupted you, but I just had a, I just had a thought, and you know I can't keep those thoughts. I talked with uh, a shop owner this week, and we were talking about this and how she doesn't. She's concerned about which employee is going to kind of rise up in 2020. Mm. On a personal side, she is having to care for her mother mm. who is declining and has some issues. And so that's a whole nother priority, right? I mean, family, exactly. you can't just say, mom, I can't take care of you. I have to. So you get put in these positions. It's not just stuff within your business because it's your life too. You have to prioritize your family. It's interesting, Lori, you say that because when uh, my husband and I went into business, when we started the flower shop in Dixon, Illinois, we went into business for family, fun, mm-hmm. and friends. That's why why wow. we went into business. We wanted to be, have a business that we could have our family incorporated in. We could bring our children into work after school. They would right. come in and it it was all about family. And we made our employees like family. Everybody mm-hmm. who worked there was family. So when you're saying prioritize and it is family, that is number one. Yeah. And you can get somebody to make the designs in your shop. You can get somebody to do things, but you can't get somebody to love your family. Right. Right. And, and you can't get time back. She knows all of this. And so she is actively looking because she understands that. But I just thought that's really interesting. Our priorities, what we think is priority when when something happens, trauma happens within your family, does yes. change. They do. And everything else looks a little less important. Priority. And we've all experienced those. I mean, you and I have had yeah. those just in this last year. Exactly. And, you know, Again, that's another podcast, right? It is. <laughs> yes. How to deal with all of that. So, okay. Well, this one, I think I learned very early on in vacation Bible school, <laughs> treat others how you want to be treated. Yep. There's so much weight in that. I know it's cliche, but it is so true. I see this in my children, how I talk to my children, how I talk to people on on the phone, and it can come back and hit me because I may say something to my kids that's probably not very nice. And then they hear me five minutes on the phone with a flower shop owner. And they're like, you are so mean to me. Yeah, you're so nice to this other. Like, how is this happening? But it reminds me, golly, we have Mm -hmm. to treat our employees. We can't attack our employees for failing at something if they Mm -hmm. give it their best shot, if, if they really tried because we wouldn't want to be attacked when we fail at something. Have you ever read the book, Everything You Need to Know You Learned in Kindergarten? Mm-hmm. A long, that's long what, time ago. That's what this reminds me of. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's, well, that's another podcast yeah. too. Right? Well, it is. It, it really very, is about it how is you want to be treated early on. And, you, you know, my, again, my mom, I was raised by a kindergarten teacher. My mom oh. taught kindergarten for 37 years. Mm-hmm. Um and wow. she truly had the heart and a mind of a five. Those were her little people. Yeah. She would always talk about that. 
she would say, is that kind? Is what you're saying to your friend kind? And like that's that still is up in my head, you know? And it should be. I mean, when we look at that, like you're saying with our employees mm-hmm. and customers, and even that customer who comes in who is not happy, oh. right? We still have to treat, okay, how would we want to be treated if we're upset? Mm-hmm. And we go in and vent, right? What are you going to do? So right. it's, it goes every bit of business goes in to treat others how you want to be treated. My um, grandma used to say, when you love someone or you care about someone, you have so much love build up that you have to put some in cups and you keep it up on a shelf. So sometimes <laughs> when a person comes into your life, that's hard to get along with. You need to go to that shelf and get an extra cup of love to deal with them. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, that's genius. That's genius. Modine Boone. That was her name. <laughs> my grandma. But wow. like, doesn't that think of the visual, think of a shop owner that has an angry customer come in and you've just had a heck of a day. You're done. You're mm. so over people being ungrateful. I got to go to my shelf, get an extra cup of love. So I can yes. pour it out on you. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I love that, Lori. I know. Oh. It's cute. Anyway, the little things. So, the all right. Things. The last one. Well, I'm mm-hmm. sure there's more, but the last one for us. And again, I think this goes along with when we did last week too, about relationship and forming bonds. Ensure that you're an essential part of the team Everybody wants to be on the team, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Definitely. Oh, boy. Everybody wants to be there. No one needs to look at other people. I mean, at the team, I feel like I have no value here. Right. Exactly. That's that's one thing I was thinking about when we were going through this part and being part of Essential Team. A lot of business owners, when they're hiring people like, oh, this person doesn't do it the way I do it. You know, I, they wouldn't be a good employee, but it's actually quite the opposite to have a healthy, good team. Everybody has to be different. You don't want to hire people just like you. You're going to butt heads if you're Mm -hmm. too much alike. And you look at flower click, the four of us, you, Ellie, Cammie and myself, we are so different. And each one of us has such gifts mm-hmm. in different areas. Yeah. But then, oh my gosh, you know, when you yeah. bring that together, I would look at Cammie or Ellie or you and I'd be, well, I don't know. They're not like me. Right. We tend to hire people who are like us rather than somebody who's different. It yeah. becomes an essential part of the team. Yeah. So exactly. look at each one of you as an owner manager. And I think sometimes that's important too, Lori. As the owner manager, are you an essential part of the team? Not just your oh, employee, yeah. but am I, as the owner of the company, essential to this company? Am I pulling my weight, right? Mm-hmm. Am I doing that? And am I listening as far as a, a team member? You don't want to just be the owner, which is like booming down the decisions, right? right. You want to be part of that team that you're building. Right. And so look well, at that. Yeah, that's where the leadership thing comes in, you know, and it's, right. it's hard. There's a difference between leaders and managers. We've talked about that many, many times. You need both. 
Yes. You, mm-hmm. you know, there are a lot of people that own flower shops, but they are absent. Um, they're yep. not going in every day. But the, the key to that is you have a really good manager. Yes. You, right. You, you have to have somebody running that ship. I was thinking of a story as you said that. And I think I've told you this before. Again, I love podcasts. And one of the ones I was listening to was a Donald Miller podcast. He's great. Mm-hmm. He's all about marketing. So he went to a conference on leadership. And he said it was, I don't know, a couple thousand people there. And he walked in, sat down, and they were all waiting. And the guy, the speaker, comes out and he's looking at the top, like at lights, like he's looking up. And so everyone's looking up. Everyone's like, what is he looking at? And he's just quiet. He's not saying anything, but he keeps looking up. Finally, he looks down at the audience and he says, it's what a leader does. Everybody watches the leader. Everybody does what the leader does. Ooh. He wasn't looking at anything, but they wow. didn't know that. They know he's going to lead this presentation. So they're following him. The whole point was people follow you guys, whether you're doing something worthwhile or something stupid. <laughs> so be very careful. Yeah. But be the leader be of careful. your team. If your team yeah. respects you, they're going to follow you and they're going to look up at the ceiling when you do because they trust that something's going on up there. Love that. That is so true. Yeah. I thought it was really good. I remember listening to that podcast too, thinking, wow, what power in that speaker. Yeah. No, I know. Dang it. I wish I would have thought about that one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Next time somebody sees me on the design stage and I'm looking around, maybe they'll remember this moment and say, she's not looking at anything. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) What is she doing? (laughs) Oh, Oh, Vonda, you make me laugh. So Lori, this is the the completion of our list um, for today. So Lori, which of these do you think can make the most difference in your life or our oh. business this year? Oh, you already said it, maybe. Well, I, I mean, the the hardest one for me is multitasking. I'm I'm very clear on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one that might make the most difference mm-hmm. for me. Uh, would well would probably be multitasking, um, yeah. multitasking and priority kind of combined. Yeah, I think those two really. I mean, I think you could consolidate those two um, by pri- prioritizing because I, I I have a hard time doing that sometimes too. So yeah. multitasking, closing down those tabs, keeping only three or four open at a time, um, knowing that it's okay to wait. 10 minutes to send out that email and let me finish one more. I also think it will make me feel better. Yeah. Not as much anxiety. Yes. Yes. Because you know, I get a lot of anxiety and a lot of it is um, (laughs) self-induced because I create these different things, feeling like I have to help all these people all at the same time. Right. Right. Yeah, and you got to alleviate that. So mm-hmm. mine is yeah. prioritize. I mean, there's so much to do in 2020. Oh you know? my God. So it's like, okay, let's look at these now. Right now we're working on podcasts and then we, we've done so many photo shoots and have beautiful yeah. images that we're trying to put on one click and we're, so we're doing all the do, training videos. Yeah. Oh. The flower prep school. So we have a lot that's going on. I do yep. actually have a list on the priority that they need to be. I just have to stay on task and I have to be accountable to my team to make sure that that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? That little joke. Uh, how do you eat an elephant? 
one, one bite, bite at, at a time. time. <laughs> that's right. The one bite at a time. Do so it. that's what we're doing. Okay, Vonda, here's the all important question. How we end the every podcast. Okay. What is giving you life right now? What are you loving? Well, you know, yesterday I was, a, last week it was a book. Today it actually is this really comfy sweater that I'm wearing. It's mm. like, it's just like cuddling me in and making me feel good all over. So oh, like, is it one of those fuzzy, yummy ones that I see everywhere now? Like super soft. Yes. And it's yes. super soft and thick. And it's just from Old Navy, but it's yes. just a great, yep. just a great little comfy thing. And that's giving me life right now. It's like so, you're wrapped in a hug. It's, ooh, <laughs> that's probably why I love it so much. Yes, yes. What is giving you life right now, Lori? Well, what was giving me life was um, over the holidays and for a while, my mother-in-law came to visit and she is just the best. She is the person, she has a very quiet spirit about her and she is a little worker bee. I love to cook, as you know. And so I would make these big fun dinners and she would always clean up. Oh, and you know, as a mom, as a as a business, like, are you kidding me? Someone's going to clean up my mask. This is amazing. Or I would walk out of my office and she would be folding laundry. Oh my gosh. So she was, I was very sad when she left. She's very sweet. Or she, she always had a broom in her hand. It tells you, I swear my house isn't filthy. It just sounds like it. Your house is not filthy at all. No, you're good. Yeah. So anyway, she's a sweet woman. She's a heart or she'll be out in my yard picking weeds or just, you know, I don't know. She just gave me life. I just really, really, really appreciate her. She's got a calmness about her. She was a school counselor. I think that's another why I'm like, oh, you're so calming. Yes. (laughs) That's kind of given me just thinking of her. And uh, we had a great, a great holiday. And, and you know, and as we all get older, presents are so irrelevant for Christmas. It is so much more about the experience. And so we did some fun things with her while we were here, things that she would probably never do, like went to an escape room or, you know, we did things and she just had so much fun being with her grandchildren. And it's just all about just those memories are kind of giving me life right now. And those are those are precious. There's nothing yeah. better than memories like that. And yeah. someone who truly loves you so much, she does all that for you. I oh mean, that's man. That's pretty amazing. Such yep. life. Wow. I always think I'm just so lucky that she loves me in my mess. And I mean, mess of my tabs open all the time. And yeah. my, I just, she just, she just is like, it's okay. She it's takes okay. you where you are. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I'm just grateful about it about her. Well, this takes us to the end, Lori. We're almost at our 30-minute mark. So we're going to just thank everyone for listening. And I hope that all of you enjoyed spending time with us and have chosen one of these again to concentrate on this Right. And you know what? If they need a list, if you guys want this in just like bullet points, shoot me an email, Lori at flowerclick.com. And I can send those over to you super quick. I promise I won't put you on some sort of email list, but I'm happy to send you that. Also, if you enjoy spending 30 minutes with Vonda and I, we want you to know we are so grateful and we would love for you to click the subscribe button 
so we will be able to continue all of these things. So we have a blast doing this. Sometimes we get off task, but I think our conversations spark a flame in everybody regardless. So we hope you come back and join us and discover how a bit of knowledge and one small change in your mindset can take you to new levels in life and business.